Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. As I get deeper into my 30s, my metabolism is slowing down, my joints are starting to ache and creak, so I can't help but think about getting older. Plus, social media and society in general has us obsessed with looking younger. But in a lot of ways, aging is such a gift. If you're not trying to hear that from me, take it from an actual older adult. There are some exciting things that happen along the way. You know, Mm. uh, at 70 years old, you've got some wisdom. This is Mary Mitchell. She has a new column in the Chicago Sun-Times about aging. It's called Starting Over. And I love this idea of thinking of aging as a commencement. I've never been 74. This is all new to me. And so the starting over is that, okay, I'm not doing the things that I used to do, so what do I do? I sat down with Mary to talk about her column, but I ended up getting so much more out of the conversation. As she said earlier, she most definitely has some big wisdom to impart, especially to younger generations. I think we need to have these intergenerational conversations. Young people who are looking for answers for dealing with, you know, everything from relationships to working and all of that, they need to hear from people who've already done it, who've gone through it, so that we don't keep reinventing the wheel all the time. Every generation has to come in with some new ideas. Can we build on some of the things that we've already done and we've Mm -hmm. already experienced. And look at us. I mean, look at the things that we are struggling with in our own city and in the country. We're struggling with climate change. We're struggling with crime and violence in the street. We are struggling with education and how do we get our kids educated and give them the best opportunities? How do we live together? Mm. You should learn from me and I should learn from you. Yes, yes. We all have something to bring to the table. Yes. Um, There's... Aging, and then there's ageism. Mm-hmm. Talk about how ageism affects older adults itself. Well, you know, for me, it's trying to do something that's impossible. You, there is no fountain of youth. You know, you have your teenage years, you have your young adult years, you have your, you know, your parenting years or whatever, but we are all getting older. Mm-hmm. And if we're blessed, we are going to get into our 70s and our 80s and mm-hmm. 90s. My My mother lived to 91 years old, and her hair never turned gray. Uh, But that was her blessing. And so for for people to think just because you are 75 that you cannot make decisions for yourself, you know, or that you're an unpleasant person to be around because you're older, but but it doesn't have to be that way. And I just think that uh, in our culture, I don't think we have respected age and understood that age should equal wisdom. Mm. Uh, The conversation that we're hearing in Washington is all about how old Biden is, not his wisdom, not his experience, not what he's been through. I mean, whether you support him or don't support him, the fact of the matter is he has experienced a lot of things that he could share with us. And it's the same thing in the workplace. You know, uh, older employees sometimes are singled out because they are they work slower or at a different pace than younger employees, and it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean about ageism. I don't want people to call me young lady. I'm not. It's been a long time since I've been <laughs> a young lady. Okay, so 
there's nothing wrong with me being a grandmother. Yes. There's nothing wrong with me, uh, you know, being older, having gray hair instead of uh, red hair or black hair. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I think we should be we should embrace aging as opposed to, you know, making fun of it or thinking that it limits us. Yeah. Um, you talked about it, it affects how older adults are treated, but it, it also affects how older adults feel about themselves. Exactly. I mean, it's stuff like, oh, I can't go on TV because of all of those wrinkles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, or I have to I have to dress a certain way because, you know, that's that's too fashionable for me. I mean, I I love clothes. And so I'd wear what I want to wear, you know. Y'all can't see Mary, but she looks great. <laughs> She's got all the colors. She's got her yes. tall boots on. Yes. You got to you got to own it. Yes. You are what you are and it is a blessing to be older and you have to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Because what's the alternative? We don't even want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like we should be able to do and enjoy our golden years. They should really be golden and not be portrayed as ugly. You're starting this column now because, quote, there's still a lot of work to do and the time is winding down. Um, I think a lot of people feel that. You're saying you have felt that right around 70. Mm -hmm. I feel that sometimes when, you know, and I'm not even 40 yet, right? I think we we think about time in this way. It feels so limited. Um, Do you remember when you started to feel like you really needed to think about time differently? I was a late bloomer, okay? So when I turned 40 and it was my birthday and we had a big cake and everything, I realized that I was a secretary and I did not want to be a secretary all of my life. The time was winding down. Wow. Even then, yes, that's how I felt. And I put all my effort into finishing college, uh, getting an internship, landing at the Chicago Sun-Times, because I knew that if I didn't do it now, I wasn't going to be able to do it. It's like traveling. I, I, one of the things that I've done lately mm. is travel. And I went to Egypt. And what I realized when I was in Egypt is that, boy, if you, you need to do that when you're young. Because if your knees are bothering you, <laughs> it becomes very problematic. You know? So you do, oh, you wow. do become yeah. aware uh-huh. of, hey, if I'm going to do this, I got to do it now. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just, I like want to give you a round of applause. I feel like, cause, I mean, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I switched careers at 30, right? And I felt like that was hard, you know, but like to do it, you know, at 50, 20 years from now, I just, you know, yes. I mean, I don't know. I'm a millennial, so maybe it's a little more feasible no. or, you know, I think about it differently, no, but it's, it's amazing. It's, yeah. it's, it was very hard. I would go to events and people thought I was the professor, yeah. you know, and not the student. Uh, and, and of course, Time flew by so fast. It's a a short career when you think about it. If you don't start and really get into it and begin a career at 40, you know, at 65, you feel like you're done. And especially at 70, Mm. you feel like you're done. But um, the other part of that is I I just began to feel that life had more to offer. Life had more to offer. And I wanted to be part of that. And I still feel that way. You know, I still feel like... I have a voice. I've experienced certain things. I want to use it to help other people. Yeah. And as long as you have that fire in your belly, Mm -hmm. you can do the job. Yes. Yes. Hunger. 
Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, when did you start to consider the next generation in all of this? Well, you know, I have I have millennial children. Okay. And uh, I understand that as you get older, you begin to have different ways of looking at life. And for me, I spent a lot of time learning my craft and, and being a journalist. But now I begin to see that I need to pour into my grandchildren. Mm. And if I'm so blessed to have great-grandchildren, I need to sow into them. That becomes much more important. You have your years of thinking about you and doing your, and getting your career together, and then after that, then it's time to think about something else. Mm. And, and that for me, it's the next generation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, you know, I mean, you've talked about passing the baton, you know, I think right. a lot of people don't think about it that way. Just like a lot of people might, you know, say, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm hungry to do something else, but I, I'm not actually going to do it. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think, you know, what, what I'm seeing a theme here is just like, you know, you, you identify something that's going on and you're like, I can change this. You know, I can do something about this. I can share what I've learned over 74 years. <laughs> I can share what I have learned with people who are going to have to go through the same thing. They don't realize it. They don't see that pothole. But you know where that pothole is. Mm. And you know where the uh, the yes. problems are. And so for us to be able, and when I say us, I mean senior citizens, for us to be able to continue to share that gives us life, gives us purpose, gives us something that we enjoy doing and we need to do. Tell me about your community, your senior citizens community, as you say. How how are you connecting with folks to share your experience as an older adult? Well, you know, church, of course. Okay. You know, black woman, go to church. <laughs> you know? So that's one place okay. of sharing it. But you also share it. You also share it in uh, family settings mm. with uh, the the grandchildren, the children, and the grandchildren. You share it there. Uh, I shared it through my column. Uh, I write a comment and I get all kind of mail from pe people who are really inspired. And then they, they're like, they're gun ho They're ready to go and, you know, conquer the world. Yes. And, I, and I feel so good about that. Wow. You know, they, they, when you share your stories, you give people hope. Yeah. And that's what I'm seeing with this column. It's very much needed today. Yeah. Yeah. You're seeing that already. I'm seeing it already. Yeah. Um, so you had retired. And now you're you're back. You're starting over. <laughs> um, for folks who want to retire for good, do you have any advice you would give them? Well, this is the advice that I would give. Retirement is a very stressful situation. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I thought that when you know you, they brought the cake out and yeah. the drinks and the finger sandwiches and it's all exciting and you get the cards, but it is very stressful because you don't know. I mean, there's no crystal ball. You don't know how long you're going to live. You don't know how long your money is going to last. Mm -hmm. uh, you, your identity, there's an identity crisis that you go through. I'm Mary Mitchell, the Chicago Sun-Times. And then how does it sound to be just Mary Mitchell? <laughs> <laughs> or even in my case, uh, because I'm married and I always worked up under uh, uh, Mitchell, uh, I'm Mary Johnson. Who is she? Oh. You know, so those are things you begin to think about. And I, I never thought that that would be an issue 
but it was an issue for me too. It took a lot of sleepless nights before I went in and said, you know what, I want to retire. And then after I retired, I was asked to come back to do a certain project, and I've been back since then. So starting, <laughs> so starting over, I've started over twice. Yes, <laughs> actually three times. I started over when I was uh, when I left the legal profession as a secretary. I started over. Oh wow, yeah, that's. Really and you can cool. always start over. That's the thing. That's the wonderful thing about life. You get up every morning, and it's a brand new day. Mary Mitchell is a columnist at the Chicago Sun-Times. She's writing a new column about aging called Starting Over. Mary, thank you. Thank you for having me. To read Starting Over, you can head to chicago.suntimes.com. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Clee for editing the show. Ethan Schwab was the engineer for this episode. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR Network. If you love this show, please rate and review us. It helps more people find The Rundown. And we love hearing from you. Email us with your thoughts, questions, and what you want to hear on the show. Email us at therundownpod at wbez.org. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later.